Yeah, I got a whole stack full of guys, you know, heads. You guys are you know, all kinds of stuff. I just poach from everywhere. And his freezer. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Just photoshopped heads in a folder. Like One day it's going right. to come in handy. Started with cats and now it's people's heads. What's up, everyone? I'm Kona Panis, and you're listening to Unstable Discourse. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our... Are we really going to do this? Is anybody going to get this reference? Just listen to the episode. Welcome in to episode four of season two of Unstable Discourse. There it is. All right, Deep. we're doing it. It's the boys. We're back from our new. Is this our new home, Sean? I hope so. Mm. From what Kayla said, it sounded like we are yes. going to continue. We're, this yep. might be our new like, home. Yep. Lynn. Yep. Uh, we're in the in perpetuity. What does that word? No, perpetuity. Shut up. Perpetuity. Oh, perpetuity. Yeah. We're in the boardroom uh, across from the 933 speakeasy uh, at the top of Embers and Lockport. Uh, it's it's a really nice place. I hope we don't have to leave. Mahogany. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mahogany and of, brick. Lots of mahogany, lots of brick. Eat yeah. and exposed brick. It's nice. And we have a new drink in front of us today, actually. We're drinking, this is called a Bee's Knees. Of course it is. I'm not sure what's in I know gin is in it. Mm-hmm. Not sure what else. Oh, There's a lot it. of lemon. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tastes yeah. like a well, lemon starburst. And we'll have Andy come tell us how he made these because I'm yeah. no idea. I feel like if I'm if I have a cold and I'm stuffy, yeah. I'm gonna want this one. I'll open you right up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There might be Theraflu might be in this too. There, well, might well, some, I think it's the like honey a, flavored yeah, Theraflu. Quarter, yeah. quarter, quarter Theraflu pack. Yeah. It may cure it's like ramen. COVID. It, oh, sh- it's I had it prior to this drink, and now, oh, uh, now I feel great. <laughs> Anyways, it's me, Alex, of Surprise. Disc Golf Chicago, Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. Smoke weed every day. Did it sound fast enough that it was like blatantly planned out for a yeah. couple of days? It was good. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. that was yeah, good. yeah, you pulled right. it off. Jason Callahan of Bag of Tricks. I do not have COVID-19. Thank Good. God. Yeah. And Jesse Sands of history. of shit for over 27 yeah. years. Hey, hey. Yeah. Jesse, just straight out of the gate, in your opinion, what are you most known for in the disc golf community? Oh, man. Probably. Besides, I don't know. Besides Photoshop Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Photoshop Friday, I think. Yeah. Um, probably my league. The doubles league. Doubles boo, league. Boo, boo, Been boo, running boo, that boo, for boo. 25 God, years. 26 years we're going to start. Last year we didn't play because of COVID. Right. That right, would have right. been the 26th, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was right. So was like, it would have been 27 this year. When you were yeah. a wee sperm in your desk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout, out, Shout to out to Alex's dad's and nuts. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's nuts. Hopefully we'll make it on to every episode. <laughs> Making a second <laughs> appearance this season. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're going to get into uh, your history in the sport locally. Uh, you're, you're a pillar in the community. Everybody in this room has things to say. Oh, I've, got, I've got some stories that you'll be surprised by. I <laughs> uh, can't wait. So we'll, we'll get into all of that. Um, and the name of this episode is, is The Sands of Time, because your last name nice. is Sands. How is it actually, for the record, for yeah. all the all listeners right. of the history of your name? Ooh, here we go. Drum roll, please. When I grew up, we called ourselves Sains, but the correct pronunciation is Sains. 
Signs. Signs. Yes. Signs. Now you're throwing in a whole new pronunciation <laughs> yeah. so that I've we have never this I saw the signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, we're, now we're, we're going to have to change the name. Insane's in you know, the membrane. We Insane. Oh, he might have something there. We don't know what the title's going to be at this I point. I want yeah. to say Sains every time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's okay. what comes out naturally. Yeah. yeah. Sains, I mean, you know, yeah. that's the correct way, but it doesn't sound. What like is it. what is the origin? It's Spanish, Mexican. Yeah. Okay. Sane, insane's in the membrane. Yeah. I've been called that quite a few times. <laughs> We're going to cover uh, the, the, the impact <laughs> you've had on the sport, what you've seen over the years. Uh, you've got a lot to share with the audience. We've got a lot of hard-hitting questions oh, for yeah. you. Oh, okay. We're going to break it down. Hitting. But before we get into that stuff, this whole thing starts with Fired Up, brought to you by Embers. Didn't have anything prepared for this. Fired Up! There it is. You don't have to have anything prepared if you're going to pull out something like that. Sean no. told us before we started recording that he's... On another level this season, he's got notes prepared. He's he's taking lots of time. You know, for each but episode. that I've always left to be organic. So you don't you have a fired up. Oh no, no, I have a fired up. Gotcha. I just didn't have a way to say fired up. The fired up intro is organic. Correct on the spot. All right, Ryan, what are you fired up about? In approximately one hour and twenty nine minutes, the first pitch will be thrown at T Mobile Park, Seattle, Washington, and the Seattle Mariners are hmm. playing. Never heard of her. Shut up. And I'm stoked. And it's baseball season again. Uh, they're playing San Francisco. I don't care. They're going to be terrible again this year. It's inevitable. I've already paid for the MLB subscription, which I should not have. But I am a glutton for punishment. But baseball season for me means the perfect weather and the season yes. starts for everything. Yeah, yes. Yes. So when I see that, like, you guys are lucky that I'm here tonight because normally Seriously. I, I'm, I'm on the couch with a giant bag of peanuts and a beer, and I'm watching the game, and don't anybody talk to me for three hours. If you had to say goodbye to one sport forever, <clears throat> disc golf or baseball, which one's staying? Don't do that to me. Mm. Come on. Uh, well, I'd have to say baseball because I can't play baseball. So you would rather you'd rather disc golf stay? Yeah, because I can actually play disc golf, but debatable. But I know. No. I, know I, well, I attempted to play. Was that whole thing a setup for that? It just came up. I, I love the sport. Uh, I love the statistics. I love the analytics. I love how slow and methodical the game is being played, even though all the rules are uh, moving to the contrary. They're trying to speed up the game and, and get rid of all these arbitrary, crazy rules, which are part of why I love the game. Mm. I don't know. I just, everything about that game, it just makes sense to me. Uh, so I, I can't wait. Zeros and ones. That game. Yeah, dude. I'm not, yeah. not a big so, fan of baseball, but Moneyball as a movie made me want to like baseball. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So what's with the Seattle? I lived in Seattle for seven and a half or eight years. Oh, okay. And before then, I had never lived in an area that was close to any franchise sports team of any sport. But when we moved to Seattle, I was able to actually like, take a bus and be at the stadium in seven minutes, you know, or watch the supersonics before they moved, um, you know, things like that. So when you were a kid, so, there was no like Phillies or like no. pirates. Nothing. I think my grandfather was a fan of the Cincinnati reds. Like, and we lived in Pennsylvania, you were on the East side, right? Yeah. And so it didn't make any sense. There was the Pittsburgh pirates were there, you know, there was yeah. Philly, but none of them made sense. I mean, but even Corey Matthews was a Phillies fan. Yeah. Shout out to Boy Meets World. Shout out to Topanga Lawrence. (laughs) Topanga Lawrence in the house. Yeah. But when I was in Pennsylvania, nothing happened. But when we moved to Seattle, I instantly gravitated to 
baseball, Safeco Field, as it was back then, it is still is now T-Mobile Park, one of the best and cleanest and most highly regarded baseball stadiums. Hmm. But that was like my first foray into baseball. So when I got there, it was like, oh man, it was yeah. like the mecca for everything that I'd been looking for. And you know, I, I just love being there. We watched, I, I watched Ken Griffey Jr. come back mm. and play when I lived there. All of the really memorable uh, points of Seattle for me kind of revolved around baseball or a lot of them. So, so many people, so many baseball fans are listening right now and just going like, I know a exactly lot of baseball guys. And yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but I love you it. move back there. Seattle's so cool. It was awesome, and had we had barely enough money and the the means and the knowledge, we would have bought a house and moved there. But now the the housing market would like put us out of no way out of contention. But I would move back in a heartbeat. Yeah, sorry guys. Oh, he didn't have to think about that very hard. That's no place I would go. My son was out there, and he knows uh, that I wouldn't let him. He was stationed out there, Fort Lewis. Yeah, but it was beautiful out there when we went to visit. It was Every, it's so beautiful. Yeah, everybody says it rains, but that is a that is everyone that lives there. That is their excuse for no one else coming. Like, oh, it rains all the time. Don't come here. Yeah. Yeah. But it but, is uh, perfect. Everybody's the time. doing something. Really? Yeah. It's raining, but everyone's still playing baseball and, right. <laughs> and doing their own. Yeah, yeah and it, it was matter. it's yeah. such an outdoor sports heavy area. They when I lived there, I played ultimate about four times a week. I was in clubs and just like disc golf was, mm-hmm. and they had turfed lined fields that were specifically and and lighted lighted just for ultimate frisbee if you understand how big an ultimate frisbee field is it's like a football field plus a little bit and so like yeah it's wider but same length but i've never played in an actual and yeah so to have those in multiple places not just one venue but you know we traveled all over and it was we throw frisbees more dude i know right honestly right yeah it's great. I want to so, do that this summer. And for, hey, just for the record, that that was not a setup for me to burn you. You're clearly a better disc golfer than me. Every time there's been a documented case of you and I competing, you win. So <laughs> just talking shit. For okay, yeah. that's fine. You can talk all the shit you want. <clears throat> I'll, I'll, that's fine. I will. Okay. Sean. You yes, know what sir. you're fired up about yet? I sure do. I wasn't talking about baseball. Let me uh, talk. Wait, no, go ahead. can we go back to the Mariners? That's so Ryan Fancher <laughs> to be a fan of the Michael Seattle the Mariners. Mariners. I love it. It's so perfectly you, perfectly one-off and adorable. Anyways, Aww. so uh, adorable <laughs> today. Uh, Did he just marks... imply that you're one-off? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. They broke the mold. Today marks the four-year anniversary of Delwood Disc Golf. Raise a glass to that. Yeah. Clink, you want to cheers it? all over again? Everybody drink your Theraflame. Right before you raise your glass, So anyway, yeah, it's it's been four years. I'm already feeling it in my face after that shot, boys. It's going to be a wild one. I wish we would have drank a little more before we started. So when Ryan started talking about baseball, you could have gotten into your old-timey baseball announcer voice again. You'd be the guy that said 1943. Yeah, uh, four years DDG. It is unbelievable. I can't believe that I I listened to my grandmother and I blinked, and four friggin' years has gone by, mm-hmm. and I can't believe it. And we've expanded twice, and the unbelievable things we've been able to do with the Lockport Park District, and specifically Jeff Lotion out on the course, uh, and the things that we've created, Ryan and Thor and Leo with all the tournaments. It is just, it is like magic, dude insane dude and uh we're having so much fun and it is just it is my pleasure to be doing all of these things for you people did you see my post about uh how i felt the first time i walked into delwood is it okay if i say no 
Yeah. Okay. You are, you are bombarded with like a million posts yeah. every day. But yeah. um, sorry, there there was a, a moment when I first moved into Chicago, and I went into this uh, really popular local record store that's like historic, and I just wanted to check it out because I'd heard about it. I walked in, and I instantly felt like everyone knows I don't come here regularly. I'm like not cool enough to be in this place, but I I, I just wanted to see it. And I got a very similar feeling the first time I walked into Delwood. Like this is for super cool people. It's a there's a certain like magic about it, and you just yeah. know you can feel like tons of passion between these walls. Right. And somebody has poured their heart and soul into this place. It's hard to describe exactly how it feels, but it's just like you can tell it's special. It's something to be cherished, and you just know you're lucky to have it. Well, as soon as you see how those bins were built, that's really what it that's is. That's totally could what it is. It's a big part yeah. of it. It's the, yeah. It's the Craig jig. That smell of wood that was in there for, yeah. for how the long? Craig jig. <laughs> the Craig jig. Shout out to Craig for those jigs. Shout out to Craig, man. <laughs> the crazy Let's thing, go, though, for me is that four years later, I still get a little bit of that feeling every time I come into the shop. Like yeah. Every time Absolutely. I show up yeah, for dude. the podcast, I open the door, I'm like, I get a little like vibe through my body. <laughs> little boner. Yeah. Little, Hell little yeah. tiny boner. Uh, Hell yeah. Medium size. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're pretty medium. But yeah, hey, happy birthday to Delwood. Bro, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, thank you. Jason, you fired up? I do have something I'm fired up about. Hit me. I, in my downtime, have become obsessed with- The best show on Netflix. Are you guys ready for the Netflix? (laughs) No, no. The best show. Uh, I am doing like tons of research on my lineage. Oh, wow. Ancestors. Our our lineage, yes, if I'm I'm being completely honest about the situation. Uh, Did this and, start before or after you made the trivia question about the aunts and uncles? Uh, this had started Great question. before, but I think that may have been sparked something for you. Stewing in the back of my mind and your subconscious yep. from 1943. So I've been doing <laughs> tons of research about swimming uh, in your being Irish. Not- <laughs> big, big shocker. Sean and I are Irish, oh, mostly Callahan. Irish. Callahan's are Irish. Doing tons of research and have become uh, super obsessed with food. That Ireland is known for? Potatoes. No, uh, there is, this is the craziest thing. You guys I, are going to think I'm making. I don't know why that's the, the first place that you went was food. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, I know you guys are going to think I'm making this up, but there is a recipe for chili that is strictly Irish chili. You're making that up. I'm not. I'm not making it up. It's it's crazy. I like did a Wikipedia deep dive on this and then got like sucked down this rabbit hole, right? Of this Irish chili recipe. You didn't know if it this is an April Fool's joke. It's, I'm gonna be. It's <laughs> I'm it's I'm being because serious. It seems like the ultimate setup to I'm the best serious. in the world. Thank yeah. All right. there, the he recipe, also told me earlier that Chevy Chase was a drummer for Steely Dan. He was. That's facts. That's a real. And fact. he looked at me like that's coming up. I couldn't take him seriously because it, of the it day. Shout out to Chevy. Me so happy that everybody questions everything that comes out of my mouth. That's if I if I yeah. die tomorrow and that's what people remember me for, I, I'll die happy yeah. man. But uh, there is a recipe for Irish chili. It was the most bizarre thing. I couldn't believe that this was like how they made it. So to make Irish chili specifically, I, I, like no, I swear to God, setup. I swear to God, to make Irish chili, they it was the punchline. The the process is they count out. The beans. When you when you make Irish chili, you make a big pot of chili, and you have to count out the beans, and you put exactly two. Stop! You <laughs> only believes this. <clears throat> you put exactly two hundred and thirty nine beans. You have to count them out and put them in there one by one. It can't possibly be no. real. It's real, and the reason is. Here we go. 
is if you added just one more, it would be too farty. I saw it coming. Oh, God. Oh, you were man. so committed oh. to it. Yeah. Possible way that I've not heard of this <laughs> Irish yeah. chili. Man. Uh. After, but well done. That, I mean, no you, 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 you were 15 well done. accusations well done. that you were full of shit and yeah. you committed Still to not being full of shit. Yes. If you're going to hit somebody with a punchline like that, you just keep wow. trudging through it. I couldn't even repeat that one beans. if I wanted to tell it. To no. Me. That's a promo. Good on you. you. I was excited. I was like, damn, <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> Sheila, write this down. <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Irish we chili. Should, we, we, we need this. 239 beans and Irish chili. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, so that's you're fired up about Irish chili. Way fired oh, no, I'm fired up about how well that's Irish up. chili. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm my real fired up is how well that joke went. You're welcome. Uh, well, that got some water coming out of my eyes. Yeah. That was good. Recipes. Thank you for committing to that. That was for the win. Uh Jesse, what are you fired up about? I am fired up about April 7th, next Wednesday. Yeah, boy. 26th year of the J-Town Disc Golf Doubles League is going to start. Let's go. Yeah, we're ready. Let's go. We got uh, a new cast to help me out. Ooh. Casey Glade, first woman's going to help me out. Exciting. Oh, nice. Ooh. And then uh, yeah. the Spaniard T, Rodriguez, is also going to help <laughs> Twan, me Twan. He's going to help out in so many new ways so describing the word we, help. <laughs> we are going to have a good old time. Yes, yeah. I can't wait. It's, been, it's been over a year, and I just can't wait to get back. Yeah, yeah, man. No, nobody can. You can tell. I like, mean, it's truly the doing. vibe. I think that the J Town Doubles League is the opening day of what uh, what we call our season. Oh. Yeah, that's real. Like, like the seasons that the we have were when built the doubles on the league back starts. The doubles league is yeah. like, and I don't. And admittedly, I don't even get to go. Like two years ago, in yeah, you were steady. You were steady was, there for I a little was, bit. Went yeah. like three out of five, and I was like, "Oh shit, am I going to keep doing this?" Yeah, and uh, man, it's <laughs> I hit an ace in, in uh, me and Vineyard. That's right. Aces over at Round Barn. I think I photoshopped you guys. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, you guys kind of. I think I yes. switched your heads or something. You couldn't tell. I'm sure it's like something that you would have done with that. Yes. But uh, yeah, man, the kickoff to uh, your doubles league is... Yes, I can't wait. It's outstanding. You said that's April 7th? Yes, next and Wednesday. what time does that happen? Registering uh, 4.30 and then start at 5.15 since it's early. And you know, the daylight's still going to kick our butt. What but course? West Park. West Park. I think we I always start at West Park. Yeah. How many people typically do you guys get? Too many. Uh, it's so many. Are, it's like a tournament. I guarantee every yeah. Wednesday that you will be telling people that they can't play. Yeah, that sucks. I hate it doing sucks. it, but... But there, I, I have we like will end up how I think the one time I went there was old, like we, 80 plus we try to add a hole here and there. I try to squeeze as many people as possible. You know, we might get up to 80, and that's probably pushing it for the daylight. But mm-hmm. you know, damn. you could play West Park in the dark. We all know what it, yeah, right, you know, exactly. we all know the course. We like, can. it's in every tree. We can't, yeah, it's 18. Amazing. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's it's fairly quick. Mm-hmm. Thank God we got it 18 again because we can fly through that 24 one. holes mm-hmm. was. We need those little much. courses, you know. Yeah. Miss them though. I know. That's yeah, right. I That's know. Uh, the, the only way you can run a, a run a weeknight thing at this time of year is with yeah. a nice quick course. But twenty six years is incredible. I can't wait to hear unfathomable. About yes. Yes. Anybody that plays disc golf, think about what you were doing twenty six <clears throat> years ago. Twenty six. Right. Hmm. That should be a new segment. Back I in nineteen forty three. I was winning a spelling bee in second grade. Right. Yeah. Wow. 26 years really? And 26 years ago was 94. So 94. Yeah. Was the math right? 95. Well, 95. no, it's actually 27 years ago would have been. 
Because oh, we, we skipped last year. Okay. Right. Yeah. 26. 27, 26. Ago. So 27 years. 27 years. 96. 93. I was a freshman in high school. I was fourth grade. Yeah. I was old. Mm-hmm. Was Jesse was a grown ass already. man and had kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. raising kids already. Yeah. <laughs> so my fired up is, pr- I think it might be the same or not, if not similar to what I was fired up about last week, our last episode. Cheater. Um, more progress has been made. That's on convenient. The Chicago <laughs> course project. The Paul Macbeth Foundation is involved all of a sudden. Oh, snap. One of our members, um, Matt Swing, just sent me. Oh, I like Matt. I know Matt, him. dude, Matt is yeah. good people. <clears throat> He's cool. He reached out to the Paul Macbeth Foundation. And it was just like, this is what we're kind of working on. Would you guys be interested in helping? And they got back like, give us some more details. We're curious. We told, we gave them what's going on right now, and they were like, we're highly interested. How can we help? Dana Vici, you know, they know he's involved. Tommy had a meeting today with uh, the parks people. I talked and, with Dana this afternoon, and he was telling me about that. Exactly. That's and awesome. they want nine holes in the ground ASAP. Or no, Ooh. they want nine mobile baskets out there ASAP so they can start generate like, some generating interest right. and generating, like, some stability to the idea. Who's they in that equation? You're saying the, the Chicago Parks, Park District? Not Chicago Park. It's like uh, Jackson Park. Okay. So it's okay. like a neighborhood park district okay. mm-hmm. kind of. They want to make it happen. So they're the decision's finalized like Monday. And I think that nine mobile baskets are going to get put out there. And then it's going to take years after that before it becomes a permanent thing. Sure. But sure. you have the support Hopefully of not. the Paul Macbeth Foundation. Yeah. You've got Disc Golf Park. You've got. You know, the right kind of things are the stars seem like they're aligning. How mm-hmm. do you put nine mobile baskets out Don't, and have them remain where no. they are? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tough. So I'm not sure know. exactly how it's going to work. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm trying yeah, to totally. keep my yeah, feet on the ground. Way, like it's movement for disc golf and that's yeah. fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like whatever GPS reason, tracker Chicago has just not been able to make it happen. Um, I'm sure thousands of people have tried over I think the years. it'll be like an awakening eventually where they just go, oh, mm-hmm. this is a thing. And they don't realize how many people that within city limits Ugh. are traveling to the burbs, mm-hmm. sometimes an well, hour. You, it yep. seems like the right time for it as well. Yes. Timing is 90% of anything. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you can you can talk about how you want something, but it, it can just be chatter to somebody right. unless they're dialed into the specifics of it. And now is the time that they're dialed in. Disc golf on CBS this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The number, you know, the explosive disc manufacturers can't even keep up with the growth. Like yeah. events. We don't have enough events right now. Everything's yeah. I signed up for my first tournament the other day, iOS down at Eureka. Mm-hmm. I signed up like at seven o'clock, everything preloaded so I can get in right away. Thank God I did because two minutes gone. Huh. Yeah. Whole thing. That's we don't awesome. know a thing about that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know anything That's about that? Working out? Yeah. So, God. yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's the perfect yeah. time. And what I said in the email to the Paul Macbeth Foundation was, hey, they want to put a course near the Tiger Woods golf course. Paul Macbeth disc golf course near the Tiger Woods golf course. I don't have to spell it out for you. They were like, yeah, we are highly interested. We in got that. Yeah, we see it. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I'm super fired up about. Uh, again, that's trying crazy. to keep my feet on the ground, but yeah. It's exciting. The potential is there. I oh, wonder yeah. if they realize how perfectly like WTTW Channel 11, the community comes together. And I don't think that they understand how cool of a story they have within the city mm-hmm. of Chicago. Right. Of suburbanites coming out into the city and making this thing happen is mm-hmm. like big time. Dude, yeah. Once a week and in the Disc Golf Chicago group, I get posts from people saying new to Chicago, where do you guys meet up? Where do you play? I don't have a car. Right, like, right. how can I get involved? 
Yeah. And always it's like, well, we actually started a club so that you could get out of the city and find a place to play with people because right. you just, there's no option. If you don't you have don't a go car. go to KLM? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what everybody does in KLM and Evergreen Park? Uh, well, there's, so there's the Catherine Leg Memorial in Hinsdale. Oh, all the way in Hinsdale. Damn, then the other one is the 50 Acre Park in Evergreen Park. Okay. And then in Lincolnwood, there's a nine hole course that runs along a little like um, North Burbs guys are probably going to like Lombard the, and yep. like, yeah. you know, Medicine Meadows. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now they're traveling up to like, you know, they're going west and knock knolls and rolling knolls and up north. Yeah. So uh, it's it's high time. It's perfect. It's, Things are lining up. Super exciting. So many areas, Huge. too, mm-hmm. in the city. Come on, Chicago. All right, that's everybody's fired up, which takes us into the Callahallander rundown, brought to you unofficially, still by, by discolcene.com. Come, Come on, Pete. All right, guys, you know what it is. We are going to keep this Callahallander rundown spring edition short and sweet. We are already a couple of events into the season. The next that we have coming up is Clay Track Classic 3 at Trinity on the 19th. Uh, excuse me, that went live on the 19th. The event is on the 17th and 18th of April. The Workforce Brewing Open 3 at Homer Glen Heritage Park is going mm-hmm. to be amazing. That goes live on the 30th of April, which is like 29 days from now. I need to get on that on discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. Yes, you do. Can the you, event. You, you, you can on. say discgolfscene.com. Discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. Uh, the event is on May 29th and 30th. After that, we have got the Clash 5 Am Weekend on June 20th and 21st. Controversy. Controversy. We can talk about it later. We can but. talk about it right now. It's the 19th and 20th. I said 20th and 19th 21st. and 20th. 19th and 20th. That went live and it sold out very quick. And uh, some people were upset. Maybe we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, two weeks after that, we've got Clash 5 DGPT Silver Series presented by Disc Mania happening right. July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Disc That's, Golf Pro Tour event. It's a pro tour, baby. Get on it. There was somebody that came in the shop. You know Squirt. Speaking of uh, doubles, Squirt, Squirt, Chris McCabe. Yeah. He came into the shop and had no idea that <clears throat> Clash 5 was a Disc Golf Pro Tour event. Oh, hashtag disappointed. Get your poop in a group, Ooh, McCabe. Right. Uh, one last thing before we check out of the Callahallander rundown. Group. On, uh, what is it, Sunday, May 23rd, we are going to be doing something very special. Which you roped me into. Which he was roped into. Didn't and, have a choice. Uh, just uh, this is the little seed we're going to put in the soil. There's something happening over at Trinity on uh, May 23rd. It's a Sunday. There will only be 72 spots. Correct. And it will go quick. Correct. And it will be fun. And I will win. And Ryan claims he will win, which is your little, like, you know, Easter egg that there is a way for him to win. Correct. So think about that. Yeah. Is, there, is it going to be like a, just a two-person 40-plus division kind of thing? Uh-huh. Ew. Uh, got him. I got that got burn. Him. Got him. Sorry. Got him. I, don't, I didn't mean to burn you twice in one episode. <laughs> yeah. This is feeling excessive. No, that's where we'll leave it. That's where we'll leave it. Okay. May yeah. 23rd, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just mark your, uh, mark your alarms. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. And that is the Cal Hallander Rundown brought to you by DiscGolfScene.com. Come on, Pete. Pete. Come on, Pete. And now let's get to the trivia winner from last episode. Jason, are you ready for the trivia? Definitely. Do we say trivia portion of the night both times in the episode? I don't like no, it. No, I don't I, like I it. I like when we save it for the end. That's what I think. Nice yeah. little build up to it. Yeah. So yeah. how do we, intru- we need to figure out how we introduce it at this part. Because we usually. The trivia winner. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I thought know. he had it there. No, no, no. Do you want no. me to do the low voice when I do the yeah. super low? 
the mother Michael Trivia <laughs> Borge and winner of the day. No, it's too much. That's yeah, too long. That's too much. Too yeah. much. I didn't like that. Uh, ah, 1943. <laughs> and the right. trivia winner. Why that year every time you do it? What is <laughs> it about when that guy existed? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to trim all that. Oh, yeah. Just okay. Good. Totally. Uh, so let's, let's get to our trivia winner from the last episode. Jason, take us into <clears throat> the trivia challenge winner. I'm going to start on a little bit of a downer, but. There's someone that I want to mention since we were talking about aunts and uncles. Uh, Sean and I did have our aunt Paula recently uh, pass away from mm. an aneurysm. Uh, mm. And so that she's been in my thoughts. We didn't get to see her at all. She had an aneurysm in like December and then went into a hospital and just never, never mm. woke up from it mm-hmm. and uh, passed away a little bit ago. And so that was where my heart was at when I thought of this. So I, I meant to ask you that. And yeah, I just, yeah, and I definitely. I also knew I was like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Aunt Paula, if you're listening somewhere, I love you and I miss you. We Uh, love you. So, uh, let's talk about... Why don't we have another drink right now? I know, right? Have have a drink for Aunt Paula. That's okay. She wasn't much of a drinker. But, on that note, let's talk about aunts and uncles, right? Your brother won the the last one, so that got me thinking about Uh brothers and sisters. When I saw him put a guess up again this week, I was like, you better not. You better not win. better not. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he did not. Thank God. Yep. But uh, Alex, I'll let you take the lead. You want to let the listeners know how many uh, blood yes. r- aunts and uncles your parents have? I nope. have how many blood aunts and uncles you have because they're <laughs> your siblings. No, a real quick. Uh, in the last episode, you screwed up. I totally screwed up. You screwed up, and no, I, I left. I it was in. I was a couple sheets into the night. Yes, you were, and <laughs> it was. I screwed up. I think I said your siblings' brothers or something like that. I, yeah, it, I yeah. totally messed it up. I left it's it in. All right. the, uh, Parents' siblings is what we're talking the about. The post on social media, I think, explained it. Fix correctly. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, Alex, lead us off. How many uh, blood aunts and uncles do you have? seven in total. I have uh, two aunts on my dad's side, four aunts and an uncle on my mom's side. So, seven in total. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we'll add Ryan to that. How many? Yeah, there were a total of... Nine children on my dad's side and four on my mom's side. So if you discount my parents, that would be 11 more. 11 in plus total. seven. So we're up to so 18. 18. And then big reveal. The curveball. The curveball. The curveball. Curve Obviously, Sean and I are blood brothers. The so M. Night Shyamalan we have, of this situation. Yep, we have <laughs> the same aunts and uncles. So you did not count on numbers twice. Got fools. Gotcha. You only had to count them once. Gotcha, so we bitch. Have, we have uh, four on each side. Our yeah. mom has four siblings, and our dad has four siblings. That's a total of eight. So uh, that brings the total to 26. Six is the number we were going for. Mm-hmm. So that means, without further ado, the winner of last week's Trivia Potion of the Night is Mr. Jason Novak, who guessed 23. Closest so close. without going over. Yes. Ed was so close. Mr. Radakovitz was, was yeah. right yeah. Can we there talk about with Ed's 73. Guess? His guess of 73, 73 was, was uh, just, just a bit outside. We wouldn't, be, we wouldn't even be close to all Ed's non-biological. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, we have yeah. a stepfather and a stepmother Christ. who yeah. have many yeah. siblings. I think and, you and I have 73 and if you took, just alone. Right. Yeah. If you took yeah. those all four and combined Big them family. and counted ours twice, then... It would be kind of close. It's a lot of intercourse. Ed, <laughs> Ed must think that we look like dudes who come from families that like to. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Let's get it on. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that, Ed. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but thanks, Ed. Oh, thanks, Ed. shout out to Ed. He brought Ryan a really generous gift, actually. He did. Because of our uh, last episode foray into the vodka water situation, which <laughs> I still 
still will not forgive you for. <laughs> um, oh, Ed Radakovich so came to the Dog Bowl last weekend at Old Oak and handed me a plastic bag with Tito's uh, vodka, and he said, it may be water, it may be vodka. You figure it out. Oh, nice. So, nice. That's clever. It's yeah. not water, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was water? It was not care? water. It was not water. Oh, it was um, not? Uh, are, are you oh. sure? Pretty did sure. You, did you? How sure are you? 100% sure. Oh. Ed told me it was water. Ed told, Ed told me it was water. water. Oh, because I haven't tasted it, but it is. <laughs> so you just well, so you haven't. You're 100% certain well, that then you. Well, I guess I'm not 100%. That you haven't tasted it? Yeah, we just, just made us yeah. ruin it. We've been, yeah. we were like. It is Yeah, water. we've been waiting. <laughs> probably it's, water. It's I mean, water. Hoping it would be yeah. like years before you finally, yeah. like, you yeah. had guests at your well, house. Well, here's the thing. like Right. I'm going to make you guys a drink. You're going to love it. Yeah. And it tastes like watered down Coke. I was like, this is going to be the slowest burn yeah. Uh, However, yeah. he got the cap off and put it back on. It's still sealed. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Wait, well, maybe it's very off, just barely off clear. Because that back oh. is pretty clear. I think that he said that it was like a little bit left in the bottle and he filled it up with water. Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but so what if the joke is on it. the three of us and it's really vodka and that would be... A brilliant a twist double story. Oh, you're going to have to reveal. We, oh, my God. Yeah. Sure. I'll go home. Better I'll go home right now. Yeah. Get it, go get it right now. Yeah. 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 Go pause the episode and we'll. Romeoville. Shout out to Ed. That was super funny. Well, yeah, I, I still don't know the real answer now. We don't know. And Ryan's got me what? confused. But it's still yeah. on the counter. Regardless. Yeah, that's great. That is. But Jason Novak should expect. Oh, yeah. His copy of Perfect Putt. 360, a putting practice app that is designed to mimic tournament type pressure in a game that makes putting practice fun. Download Perfect Putt 360 today on the App Store and Google Play. Wait for it. Hashtag every, every putt, putt counts. counts. Every one of them. Yep. Enjoy, Jason. Awesome. Thank you, Perfect Putt 360. Thank you to everybody who participated in the trivia challenge. Not Ed. No, especially Ed. Not Ed. Especially <laughs> Ed. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Thanks, we Ed. can Thank move it along now to the local route. The lo- 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 local route. <laughs> you sound like Baymax from Big yeah. Hero 6. <laughs> low battery. Low battery. Uh, who's got a local route they're especially excited to Ooh, do? ask me about one. Ryan, like, is there like anybody you want to shout out to have one? Nobody. Okay, good. <laughs> Sean, if you're ready, you can go. Otherwise, I know mine. I absolutely do know. Please and my yes. local route is uh, a man that goes by the name of Sean Pitts. Mm. Ever heard of him? He's cute. You know Sean uh, got shouted out last week. Last week? Did he really? Keep well, going. Who shouted him out? I did. Yeah. For the throne throwdown. And I'm about to shout him out for the having done. Do it. The throwdown. Throw do it. Because, oh, well, here's the thing. Here's the Sean thing. Pitts. Here's why it's nice. cute. Here's why it's cute, guys. You see, there's a little extra little piece. He's been calling me using Facebook Messenger. Mm. hashtag adorable and <laughs> asking me tournament questions and it's like oh you believe in me <laughs> like that's cool so to yeah. me like i like the, the fact that he is calling me and asking for my advice it is like very kind of like a personal thing that i like sure. not only do i like to see what he's doing but he's like kind of involving me a little bit and like you know looking for my guidance and that's that's special to me and also i've heard that he has done a outstanding job yeah so thing. I've had people come to me and go, yo, he's he's doing, just so you know, he's doing a good job. So Doing the Sean name proud. Right? Amen to that. <laughs> so, no, 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 his is wrong. Mine is correct. Mm-hmm. He, this um, is seen and he's shown. Right. Um, also, the group of guys that he has been <clears throat> running these events with, uh, they're called the Par Kings. Mm-hmm. 
P-A-R, capital K, I-N-G-S. I think that's kind of cool because we have our little group with the Greater Juliet Tour Series and our little group with mm-hmm. the early birdies. So I'm and really... That's really we talked about on episode one. You gotta have a yeah, crew. Yeah, like you gotta have a thing, man. Have something that's special mm-hmm. and, and he's got a, uh, a name for it and it's it's super cool. I'm gonna... I'm just gonna steamroll here because... Go for it. I have a shout out for a, a small group of people and Sean Pitts is included in that group of people. So oh Sean just went from being mentioned no times on the show to like more times than anybody else <laughs> as, as local routes go, which is awesome. <laughs> Um, but before I actually get to my actual local route shout out, just to pile on with Sean Pitts, he not only ran this great event with, you know, his crew, he put together a video, uh, which I think the more people that are doing that kind of thing, any kind of media that people are putting out around disc golf helps, helps to get to more people. It's, it's totally, I love it. And not only is he making videos, he's made me jealous because he has, figured out how to do like follow flights on the throws. So if you watch a video, there's a couple of times where you see the little follow flight path on the discs. Mm. And I'm like, I actually messaged him like, um, can you, can you teach me how to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said he will. So that's awesome. Cool. Nice. Uh, but the, my local route shout out goes to a small group of people that got involved for something that I was trying brand new for the first time. There is an app out there called clubhouse. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's it's a platform for like live podcasting sort of uh, and like the listeners can get involved. First off, you can only use it if you have an iPhone. Sorry, Android, it's coming soon. Uh, and you can only join it if you get invited by somebody. So it's it's a little exclusive right now, but it's growing. They're taking it slow and I, I really like that. Uh, but we had a little clubhouse room the other night about growing the sport talking about how explosive things have been this year and what can everyday people do to help harness that momentum and contribute so even if you're not on the level of wanting to host events or start a business you can be supportive by liking and supporting the people who are doing good things like even if you want to just do the littlest thing there's all kinds of ways to help grow the sport without you know, some huge commitments. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about that. And there, the, the people who showed up to, to help make this thing work were uh, Sean Pitts. Uh, I'm sorry, Eric, who? <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> Sean Pitts. Uh, we, we talked a lot about the stuff we were just talking about, his events, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the video stuff. Eric Savoie, uh, Tommy Inglis, who's the guy who's spearheading the the, the course mm-hmm. project. Man, I'm, I know I'm forgetting people. There was like six people and then a handful of just random listeners that from wherever some a writer for from multi world was in there um and it ended up being a really cool thing and hopefully we'll do it some more um so shout out to you guys for just trying it out and seeing how it goes and contributing and nice cool yeah it was a, it was a neat little thing so cool. shout out to you guys cool extra shout out to lauren lakeberg she's right. actually putting on a disc golf photography class that i'm signed up for really um yeah mm-hmm. april 18th i think it is it's like a couple hour session she, if cool. you have a dslr camera and you want to learn how to use it basics it's like it's a one-on-one photography class but we're going to be talking about how to use that and and apply it to disc golf man. um so man she's you, been taking photos for she, she's long the best in the biz. Ling yeah. long. Keep she she already posted about it on social media. Keep an eye out. Get involved if you're interested. And even if you're not a photographer, come check it out because I'm sure she's gonna drop some knowledge. So yeah. And she is on her. Patreon. So yeah. definitely get on that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. you, are you guys subscribed to her on Patreon? Def. Yes. I was so excited when she set it up. I was like, hmm. if I can, yeah, I'll give you two dollars a month. Please just keep doing what you're doing. I'll give you more. Yeah. If you if you need five dollars a month, yes. I'll give you five. Yeah. Support people who are doing good things. Mm-hmm. Jesse. Do you have a local route shout out? Sure. So you guys. Don't feel pressured. No. Hey, 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 hey. I'll take your arm from behind your back. Sorry. (laughs) I I love you guys. You know, you guys, I respect everything you guys did for me, especially last year. But there's one dude that sticks out 
and he was like my big brother for these last few years, and that's Leo Borowski. Oh, jeez. I mean, he is so calming to me. He's like a big brother. Yes. And, you know, we get caught up in texting and messaging, but he's the one guy that will call you. And say, hey, Jess, yes. don't worry, man. We got this. It's it, just relax, man. And it just he it takes that best. pressure. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it just yes. takes all that pressure off me. Yeah. And it's soothing, man. And uh, yeah, I love him. I yep. just I mean, Leo is he's the best, man. He's like a big brother. And yeah. uh, I have this conversation all the time. Uh, it's funny to, for because you're so old, because you're 50 years old and you call him uh, a brother. That's a, that's a jab at you. That was funny, guys. You could laugh at oh, it. Oh, I definitely thought it was funny. Okay. Uh, just checking. Uh, <laughs> Got uh, it. He is like a father to me, and I tell people that all the time. I have been absolutely blessed in the father department uh, with my biological father and my stepfather and my father-in-law. But Leo, if if I needed four horsemen of dads, he would be the fourth, <laughs> without a doubt, uh, he is my disc golf dad and that he is the best. I love that guy. Yeah. He is the, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Yes. Guy. Yes. Cause we'll get caught up in the minutia of running a tournament and the details and the bullshit. And mm-hmm. he'll just say, no, nah, we got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're but absolutely right. At the same right. time, will also call me about the same very minute detail three to four times. But then it, when it's too late. Within the <laughs> seven days leading up to the event. Right. Yeah. Which I have I have said to Sheila recently, like within this last week, uh, because of all the dog ball stuff. I don't know if it's that he is reminding me or if that he is reminding himself. <laughs> right. You just, Either yeah. way. Either yeah. way, it's better. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love the phone calls. Yeah. Oh, it's that's, the best. That's yeah. what it I It like. is uh-huh. the best. Instead of the texting and the message. And you know what it is, too? He asks you how you're doing and what's going yeah, on. No, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. And you bullshit for a couple minutes, and then he's like, oh, yeah. so anyway. Yeah. So My yeah. favorite yeah. Leo phone call is when he calls me the day after when something got messed up and like we, we made a mistake, and we'll just talk about it for like an hour and a half. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly. what we have to do to avoid it next time. Mm-hmm. He's the best. So one other shout out, Ryan Fancher. Oh, oh there's a... No, don't do something. this. The Gary Lewis Achievement Award winner from last year, which he still has not received his plaque, but he is tonight. No. Tonight? Maybe. Shit. I did not see this coming. I did not either. (laughs) So, (laughs) I think we should have still have a ceremony, but I wanted to give this to you tonight. That's amazing. So, let me just read it. Please. Please. 2020 Gary Lewis Achievement Award. Presented to Ryan Fancher, PDGA number 55576, ultimate ambassador to the Joliet area disc golf community, tireless pioneer who through hard work consistently leads the sport of disc golf into a positive direction we love and call our own, inspiring role model who has devoted his blood, sweat, and tears to help build a foundation to provide generations of disc golfers opportunities to compete, grow, and learn, disc golf icon and visionary leader, who through his generosity, humility, and determination helped construct a united disc golf community that regardless of age, ethnic background, educational, or economic level, we all are honored to say we belong to. So, uh, wow. You deserve this, man. Everything you've done for this community, it's just unbelievable. And uh, we love you, man. I think think you know that. I think people... (laughs) People around this community love you, yeah, dude. Right. This is the. I I hate this part. 
I don't like this. Yeah. Well, that's this is good. my favorite part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watching yeah. him it's like it, squirm. It's a oh my god! <laughs> Does the name on there say Fanny or what does it say? Shut up! It says the Seattle <laughs> Mariners. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> we gave the Gary and Lewis Award to the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. So, oh, there you oh. go. Thank you, sir. That it sucks we couldn't do it um, last year, and uh, you know it's only been a, a few yeah. months later. But yeah, you had to give it to me in a COVID year. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Again, uh, wait, <laughs> isn't that more Ryan special? Right is yeah. it yeah. even more special that it's amazing? Uh, you kicked ass in a COVID you year. So much ass in a year that seemed like ass kicking was impossible. Right. Yep. No. This is yeah. where you insert the round of applause into the podcast. Oh yeah, for it started three or four minutes <laughs> yeah. ago. All right, good, yeah. good, good, good. good. Yeah. The crowd just won't call yeah. 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 Guys, so guys. This is where you. This is where you you uh, throw your speech in. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll uh, stop throwing your bras at him, <laughs> ladies. I'll record the speech later and stick it in right here. Yeah. <laughs> that was a moment, dude. Uh, well done. Wow. Thanks. That's awesome. Thank you. No, I I've c- never even thought about it. The I, fact that he trust did me, not, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I, <laughs> did you? I don't know how this goes. I have no idea. Usually it's at the J Town yeah, Fest, which we don't Fest have. It's in October, and then right, you know, right, right, right. We, be, we were so damn busy that yeah, yeah. you guys. Are, I never even thought about the fact right. that you didn't receive that. Never well, thought about it. Let's, we let's pile on because we, we wouldn't we, need, we wouldn't be here doing this. Yeah. if it wasn't for Ryan. Absolutely, if it wasn't yeah. for Ryan. Cheers to Cheers. Twenty twenty Gary Lewis Award winner. Mr. Ryan Fancher. Oh, man. Seriously. I'm going to get a whiskey sour. If it smells like steak, I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't Ted's a Montana. Ted's Montana. <laughs> <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah. Is that a buffalo on there? Yeah. What is on there? What did I say before we started this Whoa. episode? What is a buffalo called in Dancing with oh, the Wolves? Oh, shit. Could That's Ronka. a Ron Dawson chip for you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ronnie's here. <laughs> It's eleven eleven, guys. <laughs> Better wake up. Wow, that was uh, that was awesome. Thank oh you, man, Jesse, that was really thoughtful. You, uh, you got oh, me. I'm got, good. I'm glad you got, I got me, you. Jesse. <laughs> well done. <clears throat> well, that's we're not going to have a more special moment than that. So no. let's wrap it up. Uh, call it a night. Call it a night. Okay. Yeah, all right. Bye, guys. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's try and keep this train rolling. Before we get to the meat and potatoes, we got to <laughs> say thanks to our sponsors. Yeah, please. Mm. So let's talk for a moment about our favorite mortgage loan officer, Andy O'Day, AO, the mortgage pro. Uh, You guys have heard about him now for, this is the fourth episode in a row, but he has a promotion he asked me to mention today. Uh, If you're about to sell or you need an appraisal on your house, he will give you a $500 credit toward that to anybody who mentions unstable discourse you can either text him dm him email him call him whatever if you mention unstable discourse you're going to get a free 500 credit toward your appraisal whoa that's huge that is huge super cool and uh just in case you've not listened before ao the mortgage pro is a disc golfer who is also a professional mortgage loan officer who is specializing in home refinances and first-time home buyers if you don't know what you're doing yet Talk to this guy. He will give you some good advice. He'll answer questions for you free of charge. That is all well and good, but he's also, most importantly, a disc golfer. Yes. He's a disc golfer. He's all right, too. He's not bad. He and I have been rivals since day one with disc golf. I don't want to say who's better or worse. It's it's been neck and neck since day one. But long story short, if you want to get out and learn about this stuff, you can do it on the course. He'll play around with you. Uh, You can find him on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. 
Very easy to get a hold of. Yeah. Check him out. It's AO the Mortgage Pro. He sponsors the show, so you guys make sure you get in touch with him and just yes. ask him your questions. I think very or, soon we'll have to get out and maybe play around with this Andy O'Day character and maybe talk about all yes, the stuff we that will. he's done for yeah. people and houses. Yeah. That would be fun. You know what? I'll, I'll chime in uh, on an idea that Jason brought to the table somewhat recently <laughs> that um, we've talked about having some listeners in the room at some point while mm-hmm. we do this. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So at some point... There will be an opportunity for some people to be in the room, hanging out with us, having drinks while we do the show. There's like eight chairs in here and a couch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have the space. We'll, we'll share more details later. But uh, I Clothing was, optional. Mm-hmm. Clothing is optional. Uh, but I was thinking. Because as Jason mentioned last time, it doesn't matter who's naked. As long as, I, as, somebody's long as someone's naked, naked yes. in the room. Doesn't that's matter. all I ask. Yeah. I'm hanging Jason, out. Don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking it would be cool to have Andy and or other sponsors maybe yeah, do totally. that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll tell you guys more about it if and when that comes to fruition. Fruitation. Fruitation. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to, Shout Ryan, out to Ryan Miller. Miller. That moves <clears throat> us to the reason we're all here, the meat and potatoes. The Holland Oats. <laughs> the Very nice. That one Thank you. Up. I had that one. The razor blades and dirt. <laughs> the razor blades and dirt. The <laughs> corned beef and cabbage. Uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. Relevant. Topical. Yeah. The heart of the episode the sands of time. Yeah. Ooh, like sands through the hourglass. Wow. These are the days of our lives. All right, we're going to get into the Jesse saying story. You made There's... me uncomfortable as fuck oh, a couple shit. minutes ago. <laughs> now it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Guess what award do you have for him? Yeah. <laughs> Take your shirt off. The yeah. You made me uncomfortable no. award. <laughs> I, the thing that I want to start with, and, and if anybody else feels like there's a more appropriate place to start, please chime in. But the thing that I just want to know more about is Photoshop Friday. Everybody cool with starting with that? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Most stuff. Jump in. Photoshop How, Friday. What are the origins of Photoshop Friday? How did that start? Oh, actually, before we get the origins, Photoshop Friday, what is it? For somebody who's never seen it before, tell us what in the world is Photoshop So I Friday. make fun of the disc golf community by switching heads, switching bodies in Photoshop. Just Put dare faces dare on. I say memes before memes? Yeah, yeah I mean, dare uh, I say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like after an event, you will re, you'll you'll kind of recap the event by creating a sort of magazine cover of what that, happened. That was yeah, that was uh, 2019. I started doing that. But we oh, were doing really? Photoshop Friday 17. 2017 or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and it's just making fun of people, you know? And it's, it's fun. <laughs> Speaking my language, right? Hey, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of so course, everyone of can take a little ribbing. So, yeah, you know, right. it's great. And it's become a source of pride because up yep. until like, I think it was maybe two years ago, I had not made one. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the week that I was on a Photoshop Friday, like, I told my wife about it. Yeah. I was like, can you believe I'm on Photoshop Friday? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if it's, uh, it's probably a thing, but he always does people that come out to doubles league. Yeah. He, like, yeah, yeah. unless you come out to doubles league a ton, you're probably not going to be seen on those Photoshop Fridays. That's I, and why I and was that's so where I was posting it. I was posting it on the J-Town Disc Golf Doubles League uh, group, too. So mm-hmm. it I wasn't. Was but I loved that. I, I, I got on there. Like, that's great. That yeah. encourages people to come out. I, I didn't really go to any. I went to one event ever, and it was a long time ago. So I don't even know how I ended up on one. But when I saw my face on there, I was like, I just never thought <sighs> see, this was going to happen. And then sometimes I just see something that looks funny. It's like, okay, let me see if I can grab yeah. this guy's head and yeah. stick <laughs> it over here. <laughs> and then just so, Or people will text me and say, hey, Jess. You got time to put this guy's head on this guy? 
And then they'll, they'll <laughs> post it up on their stuff. So yeah, just, yes. you know. So to give you a little background on the one that you did about me, I don't know, five years ago, if not more, there was a image that was getting, that went viral of like a chubby Hispanic bald dude in a tiny pink Barbie Jeep, like drinking a can of beer. And a huge percentage of my friends online oh. messaged me like, dude, I saw you. I saw you in that yeah. picture. And I'm like, it's not me. It's just <laughs> some other chubby Hispanic dude. Like, it's just not me. Yeah. But people were convinced it was me. And then a couple of years later, a much, a, a totally different one that looks even more like me, a fat Hispanic dude with like a long ponytail and like short shorts. <laughs> and the, the, the name of the, the caption on it says Ariana Extra Grande. <laughs> <laughs> and there were so many friends who messaged me asking like, dude, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, that is not me. <laughs> Literally, there's people that to this day think that I just won't admit it, that it is me. And then- it's genuinely Somehow it may, not you, and you have only racist friends, bro. That's all it is. It's genuinely it. not me. But somehow it made its way to you, I, and now you put my face on it, which did yeah, not help my cause at all. I got a messed up mind. Sorry, man. That was <laughs> oh, I love perfect. It. I got, no, I got yeah. a great laugh out of it. Uh, but that's that's uh, one of the things that uh, always comes to mind when I think of Jesse is Photoshop Friday For sure. and how cool it feels to have. Oh, it's an honor. Yeah, it's an it's, honor. It's gonna come back. Yes, yes. my Mac is. In the mail. Get ready, y'all. Photoshop's. Maybe it's going to be Photoshop every other Friday. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a lot of work, though. And I need headhunters out there. I need guys need to go out it. there and start picking off heads off of Facebook, you know, and right, say, hey, right. here, hey, Jess, there's a good thing. one here, you know. Right, Jesse's right, right. headhunters.com. <laughs> I need headhunters. Ooh, yeah. I need to hire some new headhunters. Need some interns, yeah. Yeah, I got a whole stock full of guys, you know, heads. You guys are you know, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I just poach from everywhere. And it's freezer. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's just photoshopped heads <laughs> in a folder. Like One day it's going right. to come in handy. Started uh, with cats, and now it's people's heads. So let's yeah. work our way backwards from that. Let's let's start with your doubles league, which is, uh, as we were saying earlier, is monumental in the scene. It's mm. you're coming. You're about to start the 26th year of doing that. Can we get the origins of the doubles league? 26 years yes. ago, like we're talking, not not exactly, pre, I mean, it is kind of pre-internet, isn't it? Well, that's pre-internet. Yes. 26 years we're talking, what was the first year? I can't do the math. 1994. Yeah, 94. Was somebody doing was... it before you and you took over, or what's the order? No. Well, you know, Steve Maddow was running it for years in the Joliet area, but I didn't know. So, that's PDJ number eight, Steve yes, Mattel, yes. Right? And then he yeah. eventually went to Lombard, and then... Now he's in Hinsdale. Yeah, he's still Wednesday night league just started up again. Yes. So actually, it starts from Illinois State that year, 1994. We were playing AM2. I was AM2. And how old were you? 23. So I was playing AM2. And then. (laughs) Just to give you guys an idea of how young Jesse Sainz was. You mean how old I am now? (laughs) Also, that. We're going to keep ribbing him on his age. But there was this kid, skinny little kid that, you know, we were supposed to, he was going to win. You know, it was, his name was Steve Fenares. You know, it was a little <laughs> dude. And we were like, how the hell is this guy going to throw and beat us? But, yeah. you know, you watch him and it was like, okay, he can beat us. I get it. Burn. But yeah. this other dude shows up, Blake Shelton, mullet, all buff, <laughs> no shirt, and just kicks everyone's butt. And, you know, we were like, who is this guy? And it was Darren Johnson. Oh, of course. And <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. You know, we hooked up, became friends, and that summer we started. We started the J-Town Disc Golf Doubles League. What in the world is it like to organize a doubles league? Was it occurring like weekly at that time? Yes, yes. It was every Wednesday, and we just it was just a bunch of dudes getting together pretty much back then. So it was just word of mouth, and like did you put out posters or flyers or anything? Uh, Back then, no. 
No, it was just a group of guys that we were all friends with, you know. Purely word of mouth. Yes, yes, back then. And then uh, eventually I started getting flyers up. There was no Photoshop yet. There was no Photoshop. There was no internet. There was no cell phones. There was... Uh, so you keep it going year after year. And how how does it how is it different today than it was in those early, you know, in the earliest days? The amount of people, for one. Plus, you got the internet. You got facebook you got the word just gets out instantly mm-hmm. um plus we do things different i mean back then it was just you grab a disc and someone puts the disc behind their back and says all right number three and number six and that's your partner you know yeah, yeah and yeah. as we started growing can't do that with 80 no, people no right. exactly and then we started doing this method where it was right we took the best players and the ams and we tried to mesh them together as best as possible mm-hmm. but there was so many more ams that it was becoming impossible. So we were like picking guys. Yeah, he he looked I think he's good. He's got a nice bag. Let's put him up, you know, you know. I mean, you know, we didn't know. It was yeah, just wasn't was working yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So the numbers oh. grew and then we were like, all right, I think we got enough we can split the division. So oh, nice. we finally split our divisions. I think in maybe 2002 or 3 or something. And so we had the two divisions, God. which we've been going on. And then 2017 we added the women's division. And I think this year we're going to have a pretty good field oh man i'm hoping it's gonna be nuts yeah i'm hoping yeah it is gonna be yeah you're gonna have to turn people nuts. away yeah yeah, yeah we, be... we we always did i mean there was point in 2008 2009 we were 80 a week strong i mean constant you know 80 80 something people <laughs> and then people came you know me and darren started it so and we kept it going um 2008 jason mckinney came in he helped us for a couple of years and that's where we really were booming and then dave kasiba came in Few years. Dave K. Shout out. Dave K. Yeah, he came Meridian. Um, that was a mid fifteen, maybe two thousand fifteen or something. I don't remember. You know, the the thing that's really standing out to me uh, is the role of people like you in this scene because I, I I think that the Joliet area is probably one of the healthiest disc golf scenes in America. Mm-hmm. Without having been to all the places, I'm pretty confident that what happens here, a lot of places in the U.S. would be mad jealous if they realized the activity, the passion, like the courses, all the stuff that we have here. Yeah. I'm sure people are jealous. It seems like some jealous. of the trends that are here eventually leak out to the rest of the country, but they, I, bet. I don't know if they start here, but they flourish here. You know? Yeah. So. And and it wasn't like, I'm sure it wasn't like that when you guys were starting to get these things going. No. No, I mean there wasn't that many people playing. There was a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I mean the growth people at league seems like overwhelming in nineteen ninety three. That was probably and then you Hang know on, what? guys, there's too that, many people. And that winter, we started the J Town Disc Golf Doubles Winter League too. So for the first I don't know seven eight years, we were going fifty two weeks straight. And shout then, out to BDM. And you then were, we, you were literally doing it every week yes, without we, a break. It was a summer winter. We went right from Wednesday in September through that first Sunday in October and went out to Dude, uh listener, if you have never <laughs> kept going run a league, you do not understand how fatiguing it can be to do it every week. Every week is crazy. You, you're, you're thinking about it a little bit every day, and as as it gets closer, you're like, I, I, got, I got to make sure I got this. I got to make sure I got this. Um, people ask you, hey, can uh, we, we want to go do this thing? And you're like, sorry, I'm, I have this thing I'm committed to every single week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a commitment. But you know what? It's so cool to see the people. That, and I just wrote about this, too. Like a lot of young guys came out. And, you know, young guys have problems, right? Sure. And we see these. It's just 26 years. So I've seen these kids grow up into right. men. right. 
that are awesome dads, awesome husbands, awesome friends, you know, and and then they come back later and say, hey, thanks, Jess. You know, we can always count on you know, the league to be in there yeah. every Wednesday. You know, we really appreciate it. And I mean, there's nothing more motivating than that. Right. Yeah, Here we for go. Sure. Keeping, the, keeping uh, the lost boys in line. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. Boys of the and plus, scene, man. the friendships. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 70% probably met through the league. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um, and now they're 5, 10, 20. Some are 30 years long. I mean, yeah. lifelong friendships have come out of this and- to be part of that is, man, that's awesome. It's amazing. And that's what keeps me going. That, yeah. you know, from starting out just to have a bunch of dudes playing yeah. to that, I, that I keeps would say motivated. that it is on the level of that even when I go, I get nerves. Oh, I get nervous for like, sure. Straight up nerves when I go to your <laughs> league. Like, oh man, this is, this is the real deal. Fuck all of our tournaments that we do all the time. <laughs> Jesse's double league is where you either make it yeah. or break it, and you either prove that you're a solid disc golfer or you're full of shit. It gets to the heart of the and, entire thing. You know, yeah. that, to, that to some people may sound like intimidating, and I will say that there is a level of intimidation, but there's also a level <clears throat> of like unbelievable growth that can come from that. Yeah. If you are the type of person that plugs into those types of, you know, emotions and you know, things that are going on around you. Yeah. So you will leave better off. There is yeah. no doubt about it. Right. But you will be nervous about like, yeah. oh man, I got partnered up with, you no, know, you're uh, working on people your... are like, they want to cash. Yeah. It's for realsies. And that's cool. I don't oh, think yeah. that that should be, some, uh, you know, I, I think yeah. for a little while, maybe, or some people think that that I, that concept is intimidating, but it's cool. It's, it, it's it fun. It the best out of people. No, yeah. if you want to learn your X step or your reach back or where your elbow is or pulling your arm in, you know, and chicken winging on the forehand and all these things, that's all well and good. Work on your form, but you're never going to learn disc golf until you go to doubles league. Right. You know, things like that are going to teach you exponentially more than what you're trying to do on your own, trying to figure out disc golf, because you can't until you go to a league like that. Dude, you're right. about to get mobbed at the next event. Yeah, People sorry. are going to hear well, this and go yeah. like, I got to get out there. Yeah. Oh, shit. Double league's going to be Wednesday, yeah. Thursday now. Yeah. I, I, I tell these to- people when they come into the shop and they're like, you know, what's going on with the local leagues? And like, it's always like, I start with all the other stuff that's a little bit more, you know, beginner friendly. Yeah, like and then it's like, you're working and... towards going to this league and going officially, my name is here. And Lefty Al sees you on hole one at Trinity and gives you the head nod and you've, you know, that's the uh, precipice of making it in the J-Town community. I always so. try to recruit people, recruit them. Just, yeah, I don't care who you are. I say, hey, I a, just come out. Yeah, just one. Come I out. went out for one doubles league a long time ago and Lefty Al was there and it was at, I think it was at Highland and he was talking about this super flippy Valk that he has and it was white and he's a lefty and I'm a lefty and we were bullshit and I was like, oh, I'm I'm a part of the crew. I'm talking with lefty, you know, and he's like, here, throw this and flip it up and, you know, and Heiser flip it and it didn't flip. <laughs> and he literally said out loud. I've never not seen that disc clip before. And I was yeah. like, I'll yeah. see you later, guys. Yeah, I'm going right. home. Sorry. <laughs> so that was one of my first experiences. But that's what it's like at Doubles yeah. League. Like it's, yeah. it's where uh, men are made. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It really is. Uh, I feel like we have to talk about this has become a, a recurring thing. We've talked about mental health a bunch on the show. Like it mm. pops up throughout the course of the show. And you mentioned that a lot of the players that were coming out, like young guys who just, they got issues. They got stuff sure. they got to figure out. They don't. Happens to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have, you know, necessarily like the guardrails that they, 
you know, they need and having something really consistent that happens every week. They care about there's people they look up to, you know, some like an older brother type figure mm-hmm. who makes them feel like they matter and they want to see you doing good things. Dude, it sounds like you have thought about it, but I, it's hard to grasp the, the, the weight of how powerful and important that is mm-hmm. in a community like this. I mean, th- again, this, it couldn't have grown to what it is today without that special care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we uh, we never turned people away either, you know? I mean, we knew people were had their little problems, but we wanted them to keep coming. Yeah. You know, the course we has a way of working say, hey, itself out. Get the yeah. hell out of here, kid, you know? Mm-hmm. We right, weren't like right. that. Giving people second chances. People make mistakes. Second, third, fourth, man. Hey. What's something that would have uh, driven you to say, hey, you're you're not welcome back here? Has that ever happened? Yeah. We don't have to get into it if it's... I mean, yeah, one, one dude, but yeah, we don't, it we, just never stopped, so I mean... It was the first and only time that Ryan Fancher came out to leave. Yeah, just, yeah and, and then Jesse just, heard that I couldn't flip up a really flippy oh, valve. The white valve. Like, nah. He was like, you know what? You're yeah, just going to Seattle Mariners get, uh, outfit on and yeah, just like, you know. In a Mariners jersey? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Illinois State. Illinois how, State. How long have you been like involved with that tournament, which is such an important thing in this area? Oh, involved? Since mid-90s, I was Always helped Gary out, breaking down, setting up, spotting. Was Gary was Gary Lewis the guy who was handling Illinois State before? Yeah, like from the jump, right? Yeah, no, no it was uh, Paul McAllister started Illinois State '81, and he ran it for the first seven years, and then that's when Gary took over, and then he ran it up until 2008, well, 2007, and then there was a two year gap, and then there was that's, no Illinois State for two years for 2008, 2009. No, yeah, yeah, he was going through his wife. Was battling cancer, so oh, wow. there was some. Uh, yeah, he left for a while, and pretty much everything died down in Joliet. There was pretty much nothing going on as far as tournaments. I don't. Maybe Patrick Johnson was around. I'm not sure when he came. It was um, like right, right before, after that. Yeah, right after that time period is okay. when Patrick he started. Came, yeah, aces and chains and started doing tournaments. Yeah, but you know, Gary's running a show. Shorewood shoot. I mean, he was running seven lumberjack eight, cup and like all uh, the new lennox open yeah. shanahan classic illinois state hmm. lump yeah what's your relationship with gary what was it and what is it now what is it now yeah oh he's like a i mean like a dad you know mm-hmm. i mean that's how i look at him sure just the advice just everything he's done you know i mean he, he'll step away from disc golf and talk to me about stuff and i've always said it you know from nine, 1998 and my dad died you know he just come out to league and nothing to do with disc golf he just wanted to Make sure I was okay, and hmm. you know, and that was, you know, he was already a legend, you know, to us. Sure, yeah. And then for him to come out and you know take the time and say, hey, you know, it's okay, your dad would be really proud of you, and this and that, and hmm. it's like, man, you know, that's hmm. one day I want to be like him, you know? Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. he's it's just, and here you are, and here you are, <laughs> and there it is, being what, like him. Is the award that you just were that was a Gary Lewis award, right? Yeah, that is correct. Okay, so everything's coming full circle to me. Yeah, see, yeah. let's let's talk about how important Gary Lewis is because I feel like that's sort of like that. That's really yeah. I mean, origin. Yeah, where where does I'm trying to figure out where does it really all begin? Does it begin with Gary Lewis? Paul McAllister. He actually started the Joliet. Well, Frisbee Guild. The Joliet Frisbee Guild. And that was in 79, and that's how we got the course. That's how he got the course in West Park. Great year. 79. Oh, get over Is that where you were born? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Wow. And that, and that was through Paul McAllister. He he got it started. And then Gary came a few years later and kind of Everything took that's happened over. in this area started with Paul McAllister yeah. putting tape on trees. Yes, he was Gary, actually. Doesn't, a, like, if you can't start to wrap your brain around that it took one dude who yeah. was home from college putting tape on trees. In Pilcher Park, where Highland <laughs> Highland is. Yeah. 
It all began with that day yeah. when he decided to do that. And then, wow. he, then he started the Frisbee Guild, which, and then he started West Park Flyers. And then Gary came and just did it for 20-something years after that. And you got connected with Gary. Through Illinois State, you know, I just wanted to help out. And, and you just, were just a player. Just a you player. You were just like Jared I Gardner. Just I, a, like, like, I think exactly. of that person yeah. in that age. Yeah, right. How can I help? A, yeah. Jared Gardner, how do yeah. I help? And I, so, and, and, and I seen what it took, you know, to get there early unload stay late right right pack everything up for him when you, you know. weren't playing for rat or scorpion what with the long hair <laughs> with the hair <laughs> with the crazy long hair <laughs> when you weren't on tour shout out to rat and scorpion <laughs> yeah. when you weren't on tour yeah. with white snake oh you were playing God. disc golf right okay Motoring. man yeah. that hair was something <laughs> oh yeah. my god you you'll rue the day you sent me that photo <laughs> yes yeah you said you were gonna get me back yeah that was a, what two years ago yeah slow burn oh, who's yeah. gonna photoshop friday you into uh <laughs> right. you know what yeah. band what i have to say about the gary lewis thing is like uh what what we have going on with the greater joliet tour series is very much similar to kind of like what you have explained about your experiences with doing group effort right you have people that you work with. You have mm-hmm. people that do all the things that you rely, rely on them to do. And that is what we have created with the Greater Juliet Tour mm-hmm. Series. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no doubt about it. But what makes your story very special to me is your relationship with Gary and what I am seeing. Only it's like a, a role reversal, right? Like Gary is the dad and he's the vendor and you're the young guy that's coming in to help. But in my situation with Leo Borowski, I'm the young cat that's like, the, I know what I'm doing. And I'm the vendor and Gary are, uh, and Leo is the old grassroots guy that is like the dad to me. So it's like very yeah. cool. It's like, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. Yes. It's very cool <laughs> yeah. because that's exactly what our relationship mm-hmm. is, yeah. is yeah. that he is, you know, as much as I'm like technology and things need to be easier, he is truly the one that is teaching me the things that I need to know. That is cool to hear your story about, you know, how it's all worked out for you. And it is the same reasoning and principles 30 years later. Yeah. If that's not what we're all talking about at the end of the day, pars and birdies and bogeys are irrelevant. It is the people that do all of these things that truly matter. And it is just super special to even be a part of all of it, to even be able to relate back to your stories. So yeah, Gary Lewis. It is our honor. That's, so that you want to know about that award? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was hoping you would tell us about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2009, so we used to get stuff for Gary, you know, through league, and we were like, just every year we would buy him something just to say thank you. Sure. And um, it just wasn't working out. You know, we got him a trip to Northwoods, and he never went. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like, well, come on, Gary. I and can so, see that. I can see that. Happening. And so, you know, I was He's got thinking, too much shit to do. Yeah, thinking yeah. shit in my head. And I was like, and we actually, in 97, we did give him an award with a bunch of people's names. A nice little write-up. And, you know, it was pretty cool. And that's where the idea came from. So in 2009, we're, I was just thinking, hey, let's just make an award with his name. That way we can honor him every year. Yeah. And then generations will never forget his name because it's every year, so, you know, when, you know, 30, 40 years later, you know, no one's going to forget Gary Lewis mm-hmm. and what right. he's done. And that was a big part of the award. Awesome. And then, of course, giving somebody each year that, you know, best lived up to what the plaque said. Mm-hmm. Love and it. So it was yeah. three, three major points of how that award started. Mm. So this is our- It's a great idea. 12th year, I think, going on. Yeah. So he, what he got in 09. 09. We gave it, yeah, right. we gave it to Gary. Yeah. yeah. So has Gary ever won it again since? No, Can't. no, we never, he's never really part of 
<laughs> being able he to win it every year. And, Alex, and then didn't we you hear what he just said. <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah, that exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just joking. But we, uh, and that's where I'm, I don't know. Do we put a limit on when someone could come back and win it? You know, that's yeah. So it's a 20 year band, or you right, know, yeah, right. I don't, you know, I don't know if I, I there's think so the many. Gr- oh, go ahead, right. No, I, I was going to say there's so many people cycling through, and so many great people yeah. that are coming up like so quickly that I don't think once you'd win it, you'd need. To win it again, ever. No. And, and like, there's right. so many That's more kind of where we're at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is the, and it's, and it's the irony cool. of it all, I yeah. think, is that yeah. through honoring someone who has done all of the things on the plaque, mm-hmm. you now have the, the pedestal has been created. And everybody wants to be in that hierarchy that we most definitely have in our area mm-hmm. that is a lot of fun to be a part of. Oh yeah. It's not an, yeah. it's not a negative connotation. It is very important and integral to the whole system. And if you don't have the guys that are trying to earn the vests like Jared Gardner now, then you won't have Jared Gardner in 30 years sure. because he's right. the type of guy that I, That's, I see he's gonna now be around for... and the Sean Pitts and all these young guys that are in their early and mid twenties that are just like you when you were just helping out, you were just showing up. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's really cool that because of the award, that's the reason why we see all these guys, you know, mm-hmm. and it is okay to chase that. And it's okay to want to be on top and and have a, a, a reason to say like, hey, I'm part of this and it's it's special. Yeah. Well, good. I wish it was a little better circumstance for your, uh, yeah. one more people, maybe a little I more hugging. I would have said me, of all, all these things in October this, for you. This yeah, is right, man. Like, but now yeah. we're saying it right now. <clears throat> I mean, let's be real. This is uh, something we all love to do, and we know a lot of people enjoy listening oh, to this. So, yeah. Yeah. the audience that you would have gotten in person, yeah, you're potentially, so many more people are going to hear. Potentially, it you have millions of people you listening to that award. Best Gary Lewis Award receiving yeah. party ever. Well, I'm I'm not one to get crazy about accepting awards and all that. Nobody in front is. of people, so <laughs> I'm totally hey. good with this right here. Yeah. You know what I love though about it? It throws people off. It's so emotional when people get. Yes, I mean yeah. to see. Leo Borowski just break down. It's, you know, to see how yeah. these people just. I got to tell you, like, you could see the polls, and I was like, oh man, here it comes. Like, yeah. I, I knew I it was going to happen. And, like, you know, and I saw that the voting was over and my name was at the top. And then really kind of nothing happened. And I was like, that was my fault. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. This is exactly perfect. what I, I don't want fanfare. I don't want was, a parade. I don't want people. It was part come, of the COVID like, year. So it's fine. <laughs> right. That's I my sneak it under the radar. My name's on there somewhere. Good. No, 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 no. Well, so. just like a perfect Photoshop Friday, Jesse just dropped that on us. <laughs> yeah. So it is right. like, oh, that was even cooler. Yeah. Having In the right Kantaka bag too yeah. on top of that. It's, another, it's another feather in the uh, ryan is ron swanson hat uh, <clears throat> right. i'm just reminded of mm-hmm. ron hating the idea of anyone doing anything for his birthday yeah and he's stoked when he finds out that his birthday treat is him alone in a room with a movie and a steak that's right yeah right. perfect yeah. that's almost exactly what i did on my birthday that's, to be honest <laughs> So another thing that I want to talk about, Jesse, knowing how passionate you are about doing this league that you've done at that point up to 25 years. Mm -hmm. So we're going into 2020 and what, just five weeks before you would have started your league in 2020, COVID hits. And like, we're all thinking this is not a big deal. It's going to blow over. Like, what was it like for you to... I know that you were not actively deciding to let people down, but people 
expect this level of this kickoff to this thing. And we were at that, like, when we had an amazing time in disc golf, you had to make a call to not run the league. Like, what was that like for you? And how did that make you feel the rest of the year? It sucked. Yeah. Um, At first it was, you know, we'll we'll hold off until middle April. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, well, let's just wait until May. So I think I called it off and we're going to start, you know, the first week of May, which, you know, things got Worse. way worse you know it just right. nobody knew what the heck was going on right and then it just became longer and longer and then you know it was time to yeah. just pull the plug but man it sucked losing that whole year you know yeah. and then you know i was away from everybody and i was you know you know by july and august i was you know like man i've been seeing people and that i normally see every week i was missing it and right yeah. because the whole yeah. off season yeah happens, yes the whole, yeah you know, so now it's a whole year and a half happens, whatever right, yeah right, so right. yeah it's it really sucked you know I mean, we got Illinois State in, so thank God for yes, you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Because I was, I had a whole thing written up for that too. You know, I was ready to just pull it. Man, you guys came through on that. That, that was, was a tough. ton of fun. That was a tough, to oh, that tough was year, time. man. Tough year, but man, there was so much going on. Yeah, what started well, it was all pretty crammed rocky. towards the end yeah. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to make some really cool stuff. Yeah, I don't out. know how you guys are doing it. <laughs> you guys are incredible. I don't either. I don't uh, either. His name is Leo Borowski. We just <laughs> yeah. mentioned him yeah. uh, a little yeah. while ago. Right. He is the beating heart. One of the one of the last things I really wanted to talk about with you is the Shanahan Classic because that was my second ever disc golf tournament. Uh, my first was the IOS at Rockford. Uh, I, I went out and did that, uh, caught the bug super hard. And before I went home, like in my car, on my phone, I was like, where is the next tournament? I happened to find the Shanahan Classic, which I was excited about because that was one of the courses I fell in love with early on. So I was like, okay, cool. It's a course I know, whereas Rockford I'd never played before. So I was like, oh, good. I have an advantage at this one. Plus it's Rockford. So I signed up for the Shanahan Classic. Um, I show up, butterflies in my stomach. Um, I got to the table. I didn't even know the registration process yet. So I was like, <laughs> really regretting eating all those butterflies. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, uh, Hi, sir. I'm here for the disc golf tournament. <laughs> and you were there and you were super friendly and like, hey, you know, thanks for coming out. And uh, awesome event. Gary, I think Gary was there with all the discs, like yes. the players pack. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I got to pick everything. I don't remember how I played, but it's not really the point. The point was that like at the end of it, I had had such a great time that I just wanted to tell you and everybody else up there like, hey, thank you. I don't know how this all comes together, but thank you so much. This is like the coolest Oh, that's thing. awesome, and that's and I never missed the Shanahan Classic. I, I did it every year after that. That's like a tournament I love so much. What, what's there, there were some changes with the Shanahan Classic, right? Like it's can you can you tell us how did it get started and and what's going on with it today? That was a that was a Gary Lewis started, and so this is the thirty fourth year, and he of ran that it tournament thirty four. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. I didn't so know that. Oh. so when Gary stopped in 08, that Shanahan Classic kept going because. Mm-hmm. Jason McKinney took it over for 08, 09. And then that's where I came in mm-hmm. in 2010. We took, me and Darren took um, the Shanty Classic. And, and of course, Gary was part of it through the whole, you know, he's part of everything. You know, yeah, was, yeah. I was right, right. keeping it going, but, you know, Gary was still part of the tournaments, mm-hmm. which, you know, he loves. And I wasn't going to take any of that away. I mean, that's, that's, those are his babies, you know. Right. Of course. Um, the, so the, the, the thing that's like itching. I don't know the story is like, what's the deal with the tranny classic? <laughs> Can we talk tranny about tranny class? How did that happen? Like, what's wow. the story there? Yeah. Actually, you know who came up with that word? Mark Borowski. So man, worst nightmare. This was what? 2000. It was 2019. 
Yeah, was that yeah. it was a couple of years it ago. It was yeah. just it was the last one that I ran. So uh <laughs> that night we had eight inches of rain or something like that. And Shanahan, I think, got the most rain out of any yeah, town it was just around centralized it. over it was, the yeah, course specifically. So I pull up yeah. and all I see was a glare. Uh, I couldn't see any land. Three quarters of the parking lot was full of water and it just, you know, heart sinks. You know, it just yeah. it's like, yeah. what do you do? Right. And then Leo goes, what are you going to do? Pick up a whole tournament and move it to another course, Jesse? Yeah. Leo goes, hey, <laughs> it'll be okay. Trinity's good. I know it is. I say, yeah, but how, I, how do you know? Like, I'll go over there right now. So he drives over there and he's like, yeah, it's good. It's like, okay, let's let's do it. Let's move it. <laughs> let's move it. Let's move the damn thing to Trinity. What time? Because the tournament starts at like, like check-ins at like eight o'clock. So what time are you getting into Shanahan to realize? Oh, where? I was there by, we get there by like six, you know, we'll set up. I mean, you have to because we start because they're actually we were still having uh, people sign up the day of. You know, sure. we still we still do that. So he instantly um, gets in his car. Back in the old days of 2019, <laughs> right? <laughs> we still yeah. So he gets in his car, he goes, and then it's just word of mouth. Boom, gut decision. Like this has to happen right now. It has to happen. But Facebook, I mean, yeah, yeah. thank God, right. unbelievable. Yeah, you right. can't word, mail letters at that point. No, 99 percent of the people knew to come to Trinity. Something Whether they were playing or not, they yeah. knew. And then, you know, a couple people came to Shanty, but uh, Steve Olson was out there with a sign, go to Trinity. <laughs> so there was somebody who stood back at Shanahan. And, but there wasn't Steve-o. many. Everyone, yeah. The word got out, yeah. which wow. was incredible. We, I mean, we only had like 100 people that, that you know, that tournament, but Still, having it was people so cool. That right. quickly it was so it. cool yeah. to move it and then mm-hmm. to actually play a tournament. And then, you know. Tranny Classic. Yeah. It was you close. moved the Shanty Classic to Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Tranny Classic. I there mean, you go. Yeah. And that was a Mark Borowski. You know? Yeah. And the, rest the Borowskis, I mean. <laughs> I thought it was because it transferred. I didn't oh, realize. God, oh, God. There's another layer. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that. Yeah. There's an alternate timeline. Time could, I realize could definitely. Right. The, the Shanty Classic is now. Who's Is that you guys? Who's handling it now? Yes. Yeah. We did it last yeah, year. You guys we did it last year. We'll continue it. Yep. So in perpetuity, as Ryan In perpetuity. Absolutely. So that one's 34 and. Yeah. God, I love that. When event. that baton was handed to us, it was very, very much an honor. I I love the train noise. I Why hope you don't it, cut that out, though. This time it was so loud. Yeah. That was the loudest. Imagine it was, it was in the room like, with us. Yeah. I lived loud. 500 what? feet oh, from no that way. noise. Yeah, but you weren't recording a podcast years. for no, three years. Not. No, that's awesome. You guys are yeah. taking it over. I mean, it's awesome that you asked us to do it. So oh, there was, yeah. it was, there was no honor. other one hundred percent an honor. For yeah. us we were all kind of like, we can move it, but we want to keep it. You know, yeah, we oh, want it to have continue. To so yeah. you guys were. It perfect. just fits so perfectly into the tour series and everything. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way we were going to skip over that. I can't wait. When does registration go live for that? Oh, forget it's over. No, but yes. <laughs> uh, that's one I'll set an alarm yeah. for. I'm getting yeah. into that yeah. for sure. I think that's uh when is that happening this year? That is happening. I don't even worry about there it. We it should is. cut this out Got because it. I don't want people to hush. I I don't want to not get in. The, uh, you don't want the news to get out. <laughs> so this is the thirty fourth in twenty twenty one. Right. And I have it as the thirty fifth. So I need to email yes. Micropica. The 34th Shanahan Classic is happening. I seen that and I was like, hey, wait a minute. September 25th and 26th. That sounds right. Sixth. Okay. So you guys went back to September then. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we moved it last year because of incarcerated. But incarcerated oh. might be something totally different this year. And hopefully it is so that we don't have those overlaps. Yeah. Shanahan Classic is one of many 
things that you have helped to uh, give this community for, like I said, it's one of my favorite tournaments of the year. Uh, a lot of people feel that way, but you know, add it to the list. You got Illinois state, you got the, the doubles league. There's so many different things we've covered and we still haven't touched on everything. I just hope that the listeners get a sense of, you can't know where you're going until you know where you've been. And there's so much history between you and some of the guys that uh, have poured your hearts into this community. Everybody, just if you see Jesse, just give him a nod. Like, just give him a salute. Like, been around, dude. Thank you. Been thank around you. Yeah, awesome, a couple times. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And okay, I think that's kind of a decent bow on the meat and potatoes. What in the hell do we do after this? What happens next? It's time for the mailbag. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Jason Callahan, take us into the mailbag. You bet. <laughs> Cut off this awkward silence while I find the question. Oh, Leave Jesus it in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. so uh, <laughs> let's see. Michael Cassidy is going to lead off tonight's mailbag. Scoozy. Scoozy and Wizzy. Not to be confused with... Floozy and Wizzy. Floozy and Wizzy, that's right. correct. Scoozy. Uh, I guess I could ask all four of you guys, what was the first disc you ever owned? It's a great question, right? Oh, I still DX have mine. Beast. Yeah. The DX Beast. Blue. DX Beast. Light blue. Mine was a DX Barracuda. What? DX Barracuda. Mine was also a DX Beast. What's up, boy? Ding. Boy. Ryan? My girlfriend at the time, now my wife, bought me a starter set. And it included, I, I want, it was four discs, but the first disc I want to say was the Stratus, oh, which wow. I still have. Pro D. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I still have nice. mine. Yeah. It's Pro-D's blue awesome. and purple. Yep. Jason, what was your first disc? Uh, Stone Temple Pilots Core. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. Cool. What was your first disc golf disc? Oh, what was that? What was in, what what was was the, in the bag that we got? <laughs> the player's pack? From, the player's pack. Oh, he. From, you probably got a zone? Zone or a pink buzz? Zephyr? I think it was a zone. I have a pink yeah. zone. Oh, good yeah. for you. Yeah. So what does it do? What does it do? It, it hangs on the wall right above my closet with the, all your guys' signatures. <laughs> oh, cuter answer. Steve Ratchin has a question that I believe is for Jesse. He wants to know what is your best not safe for work Darren story? <laughs> oh, no, I don't have any. I love that you have to think. About the most not safe for work story, and then nah, think, can I tell that? Yeah, no, right? there wasn't. There wasn't. Funny story was we went to ninety eight worlds. It was me, Frank Luce, and Darren, who is uh, just a hitter at tournaments lately. He's killing. Frank, yeah, Frank Luce. He retired and came back this year. Came yeah. back <laughs> hard, <laughs> big way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was us three. We we went up. So Frank, we took Frank's truck, and it was a two seater. The cab in the back. So someone had to lay in the back. And of course, Darren did. And he laid there the whole time. And we were looking back halfway up to Appleton. And we were like, I think he's dead. <laughs> I swear, he was not moving. We thought maybe he had carbon monoxide poisoning or something. <laughs> we were scared. We had to pull over and wake his ass up because we actually thought something was going on. And uh, he was oh asleep, but he was out. He was just out cold. Yeah, five five hours. He just... Slept in the back, and then on the way, the he lost a bet hours. on the way back, so we had to sleep in the back again. <laughs> so, yeah, me and Frank sat up front, and Darren slept in the back. The, on the whole way time there, in a tank whole, top yeah. and jeans. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yep. That's too funny. Yeah. His son, Cody, right? Yes. His son, yeah. he's been playing our tournaments, and it is pretty cool because there's people that know him. Like, Doc didn't even know that Cody was <clears throat> oh, Cody okay. Darren's because he's yeah. a grown-ass man now with, yeah. like, a beard and, like, you know. Right. So, but that was pretty cool. So, yeah, he, he yeah, comes he out. Was, he was coming out the league for a while yeah, too. Yeah, 
But man, cool. he was a he was a baby when I first right. met him. It was, it's hilarious right. now. He's mm. so big. I mean, he's way bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of questions for Jesse, I think Phil Ash has one that is directed towards you as well. He wants to know, is your greatest contribution to disc golf your Photoshop Friday? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. <laughs> no question. I mean, it's, we, we had it's to not start over, the conversation so. <laughs> right that. So. It's not over just yet. beginning. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as I get my, my new equipment. Yeah. You guys are all screwed. It's coming. <laughs> I got new headhunters. You guys are in trouble. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Adam Berkovic? Berkovic. Berkovic has a question. He just wants to know, in general, how do you get started running tournaments? What's the... First, honestly, give them the Reader's wow. Digest version of how you get started running term. What's the give them three bullet points? What do you, you have to do? Honestly, you uh, hang I've, around like a creep until they let you help. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much that's, that's pretty much, much it. it. I've had people ask me this question, and I always tell them to go listen to episode one of Unstable Discourse. Yeah, that's kind it of it covers everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that episode actually serves as a really great guide for your if you want to try it out for the first time. All the information episode one of the show is called the tourney journey. Yeah. We just talked about what do you need to know if you want to put on a tournament? Yeah. But if you want to help get involved, just go help. There are three bullet points. I would say that they are talk to Mike Krupika, discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete, the greater Joliet disc golf association page specifically for locals. Uh, The fourth point I'll add is know your purpose. Like, are you doing it? Have a reason to do it. Are you doing it for Um, fun? Are you doing it for fundraising? Are you doing it for sanctioning? Like, just know why you want to do it, and that will guide the rest. Yeah. Corey Simonich has a question. Hey, we know I him. know him. You guys are familiar with him. Mm-hmm. His question is Zephyr or Condor? Oh, nerd. Zephyr. I got Zephyr. one in my bag. Ooh. <laughs> I use it. Sorry. Adam Berkovic would like that. You, are yes, you, he would. You can use it in tournaments? Oh, yeah. Yes, you I can. Super class. I love legal. just throwing Frisbee. I mean, that's how I got started yeah. was throwing Frisbee. Sure. So. Dude, yeah. It feels like a Frisbee. And I, I throw it like yeah. a Frisbee. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Hole two, West Park. I love throwing that thing down there. Yep. Condor for me, if I had to pick. Mm. I don't throw either, but the Zephyr just feels like a lid yeah. Yeah. to me. Mm. <laughs> I haven't. My hands are a, too small for that. I haven't thrown mm. a condor in so long, I forget what it's like. But I do like, like the Zephyr. Big rock. Man, we yeah. just, a garbage can lid and a rock had a baby. When we first started, we used to get the <laughs> biggest discs possible because we thought more they look like an actual whammo, the better. Right. So we were getting these Jaguars that were like 200 grams. <laughs> yeah. The Phoenixes. <laughs> they were huge. Yeah, huge discs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Hopkins has a question. Jumpy? I think this is directed towards Jesse. Why are they calling you infamous? Was this a bad choice of words, or is there something you've done in the past that we don't know about? I don't know. We we did what the word infamous came up on an autocorrect, and I left it. Oh, when I was describing our mail time questions Mm. and featuring you on the episode. I've done nothing wrong. Oh, zero. St. Jesse, (laughs) only right. Jesse. Oh God. Oh yeah. We need to make those shirts happen. Yeah. Yeah. Put little angel wings and a uh-huh. halo St. Jesse uh-huh. statues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. If you have to bury Give a St. Jesse statue at your new course. Just make sure it's yeah. got the hair on For good luck. Yeah. yeah Definitely hair on Dude, put it on a disc. I'll throw that thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is tonight's mailbag. Sish. Mm. Thank you guys for sending in your questions. We love to see them. Please keep doing that. And yeah. Jason will keep reading them. In also, the mailbag can be comments. If you have something you just want to say... And we like it. Say it to our face. Yeah. Right. In the comments. Like. <laughs> Say it to our face in the digital comments. <laughs> like Shannon Berryhill, who just said, I didn't know Jesse was the lead singer of Slaughter. <laughs> yeah. I said Whitesnake and, yeah. and Slayer oh, and whatever, but Slaughter, definitely. Round and 
So, so how much time did you have to prep that hair when you at its peak? At least an hour. Yeah, I swear it was an hour. It was a part time job. Yeah, and that's where I finally said, "No, I can't do this no more." And you cut it off in what two thousand seven ninety five? I cut it off. Yeah. Wow. God. So you were fifty years old, which means you were born in seventy one, which means in eighty seven you were sixteen. Yeah. Could there have been a cooler time to be sixteen years old? Than 1987. No, it was awesome. What bands? What bands? (laughs) Posters were on your wall when you were 16. Like what was it like? 16. Oh, Maiden. Iron Maiden and Leonard Skinner. Man, I I know they're two complete opposites, but that was my favorite bands. Nice. It's okay. That's that was it, and anything in between. But that was the favorites. You know, that was it. Love it. Maiden and Skinner. We've covered a lot, but a lot, and what also seems like not enough because the story right. of this guy's no. life is far beyond a few questions. Yeah, it was cool, guys. Thanks, thanks for having me out. Oh, it yeah, it's, not, it's not quite done yet. Mm-mm. There is still the new segment pinned. It. We need to figure <laughs> out what was the best moment of this episode. What moment was just beautiful? Pinned it moment. What pinned it for me? It wasn't that it fell. But it was the welling up of tears in Ryan's eyes when he was yeah. given his award earlier. Let's talk about it some more, should we? It yeah. didn't leave his yeah. eye, but man, I could see it very like trickling, just yeah. kind of dancing in the corner of his eye. I saw it. Yeah, saw it. yeah, yeah. Jesse, that, that pinned it for me yeah. by bringing the Gary Lewis award. Nice. Yes. I'm gonna, I'd say that's all the way around the table. Pinned it, getting the Gary Lewis. Cool, beautiful moments, Ryan. Cool. cool. You, Handled it uh, exactly the way we all thought. Do you want to do your speech now here? No, I don't. To all of the listeners? No, I don't. You sure? Yep. That would be kind of cool. No, I'm not going to do it. He means it, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's really not not going to do it. it. Just so so you guys know, sometimes uh, when I ask Ryan, hey, uh, who do you want to shout out for a local route? And he goes, nobody. Sometimes he's kidding, but sometimes he's dead serious. (laughs) It's hard hard to know until it actually comes up to local route. And it's like, (laughs) oh, you're you're really not going to shout somebody out today? Okay. Cool. I just didn't have it planned. <laughs> thank you for that moment, Jesse, and thank you to discgolfpins.com for that pinned it moment. Let's talk about the pins for a second. The yeah. pins came in. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. They came in and uh, people were scooping them up like hotcakes at the dog bowl. Yeah. yeah. There are only 17 left. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Wow, dude. They look of so the, good. Uh, of the 46 that were brought out, there was 50, obviously. But we, we all kind of sell right, those first four. Yeah. yeah, clearly. 46, yeah. 17. I mean, I knew they were going to be cool, but I didn't realize the Thank quality. Thank you to everyone that scooped them up. Yeah. Yes. That was yeah. great. I loved them so much that I decided to do, instead of getting new tags for Disc Golf Chicago this year, we're just getting pins with the year on it to show you're a current member. So mm. I was emailing with Nina the last couple of days. She whipped up a, a mock-up, she made the whole thing super easy. That's it great. looks awesome. Yeah. It looks great. I can't <laughs> wait to, for those to come in. So um, if you want to be a member of Disc Golf Chicago this year, you'll be able to get one of those pins, I think, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, actually, we're going to be starting a match play league uh, when those get in. Basically, I'm not going to start until that stuff arrives. Mm. Cool idea as well. I mean, tags are collectible. I get that. But the, very cool idea yeah. to put these pins on your bag and just show up and be like, here you go. I love I'm that in. I, I want to say that what? to people like, show me your pin. Like, yeah. I know who's a member and who isn't. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's I like pretty badass. That I could say, show that's me cool. your pin. I love that's your BA. logo. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That logo is awesome. Can't yeah. take too much credit for it. I uh, same as Ryan. I just hired a good person to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I sometimes it's definitely worth it. Everything that I try to do on my own was like, oh, that's adorable. 
<laughs> nice try. <laughs> Good napkin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is a wrap on episode four. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jesse, for being here and for sharing so much history and wisdom and love. Some very beautiful moments on this episode. Uh, different vibe than I think anything we've done before. So thank you for mm. helping us. Uh, you know, this is a, a sort of a landmark episode in that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I, I try not to take it into too silly of a territory because I, I know how much you guys love the sport and it means to you, but this was like, we needed this, you know, we needed like a After good, the silliness of, last yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt good to like be, I take the sport more seriously after the conversation with you. And it takes a lot for me to care about anything. <laughs> so the fact that you have been like, Oh yeah, yeah I, I'm starting to understand why you guys love the sport so much. Awesome, yeah. man. Cool. Thank you. Uh, preview of the next episode. We have a guest lined up. Do you guys want to tell them about it? I know who it is. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, I do? Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, we will be, you know what? We're going to keep it a surprise because if something changes then we're off the hook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we do know who it's going to be. And it's a great guest. It's a long time coming. Uh, it'll be unlike anything we've done so far. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. It's coming soon. And would uh would you like tonight's trivia portion of the night Jesus. to be let them guess what oh. they might what they think the next guest will be I love since that. we've dangled it in front of them but then didn't give them that information and i forgot to do the trivia portion of the I, night. I know i know i again my toes feel stepped on but don't worry i got no problem kicking no, something no, off no, my no, toes no, no, no. we're not we're not getting out of here without this <laughs> no it's time yeah. for the trivia portion, trivia of, the portion of the night so that's gonna be the question is what do you think next <laughs> next episode's guest is going to be you get it right bam oh, you get a free version Perfect pot three six. And guest, you know who you are. Do not ruin this. Don't ruin it. Keep it secret. Thank you for the reminder, Jason. Sorry, I forgot. It'll never happen again. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening. That's a wrap on this one. Yeah. Until next time, keep it tight and later, Jobin. <laughs> See ya. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> what? Peace. Good night. Good night, Jason. I love you. Listen to Unstable Discourse on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or right from Buzzsprout.com. And if you have the time, leave us a rating and review. It helps the podcast get to more listeners. Unstable Discourse is a top secret studio production. Smoke weed every day.